Hey guys and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of Tuesday, September 26, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the latest rate decision from the US Federal Reserve, which really sent shares into a bit of a global route last week. I'll touch on the rate decision by the Bank of England in the UK, which followed a similar tone to the US Fed. And lastly, I'll provide a market wrap for global equity markets last week. So let's get into it. Let's start with the latest interest rate decision handed down by the US Federal Reserve on Wednesday last week, which was Thursday morning Australia time. And the Fed decided to leave official interest rates on hold at the current rate of 5.5%, as widely expected, which was a good thing, but the rate decision was followed with a very hawkish or aggressive post-meeting conference, which was held by Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve, Reserve Chairman, and he was sort of indicating the central bank is retaining a, a really strong tightening bias for monetary policy in the US right now. So just looking to that their view is that they intend to hold the current interest rates at their current high rate for, for longer. So the, the higher for longer sort of story that's been playing out in, in investment markets more, more recently. Further adding to the to the woes for investors was the release of this quarterly dot plot chart. I did mention this last week, and in this chart, it suggested that the board members expect a further rate hike still by the by the end of 2023, which would have to be at either the October or the December meeting. So there's two meetings left in in 2023. So basically the Fed, there's, there's 19 members and basically they just put their estimates into this, this dot plot chart to suggest whether they expect a further rate hike to be made by the end of this year and also for the next two, two to three years. And yeah, they, they do expect another rate hike by the end of 2023. So the majority of Fed members expect a, a rate hike. And Adding to the, I guess that the negativity as well, there was also uh, one less rate cut projected in 2024 than what was set out in the previous dot plot chart. So again, so markets, equity markets, they they do, they tend to do really well when interest rates are being, being cut. It's lo lower cost of capital. So it's usually supportive of equity markets. So the fact that there would be one less rate cut expected in 2024 also didn't help with uh, sentiment in the equity markets on Wednesday night US time. So the combination of these items really did dash hopes for investors expecting a soft landing scenario in, in the US economy this year and increased risks risks of a I guess a no landing scenario and both uh, bonds and shares were sold off on, on Wednesday night. Looking to Thursday last week, saw another central bank in the Bank of England hand down an interest rate decision. Uh, the central bank, like the Fed, decided to leave the official bank rate on hold. So this bank rate, they have three different official cash rates in the UK, but the, the bank rate is, is I guess, seen as the main one. It's currently at 5.25%. So that was left on, on hold. But this was voted by a majority of five members to four. So four members preferred for the bank rate to be increased by 25 basis points or 0.25%. So it was far from a unanimous decision in the UK. 
And it really does seem like the, the UK is still concerned with that services side of inflation. So in the post-meeting statement, they did say they expected CPI inflation, so consumer price index uh, inflation, still to fall significantly in the, in the near term, reflecting lower annual energy inflation. However, services price inflation is projected to remain elevated in the near term. Let's take a look at what global equity markets did last week. So quite a different mood from the week earlier where we had the, the ECB, the Europe, European Central Bank, look to have really signaled the end of rate hikes late the, the week before. But certainly Jerome Powell and the, the Fed, Fed Reserve uh, sure put an end to that enthusiasm this uh, last week, sorry. So the, the higher for longer story with interest rates is very real. And uh, this was also sort of echoed by the, the Bank of England as well. The ASX 200 was down 2.89% last week. The US S&P 500 was down 2.93%. The NASDAQ Composite Index was down 3.62%. The Eurostoxx 50 was down 2.05%. The UK's FTSE 100 was down 0.36%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was down 0.69%. And the Australian dollar was relatively flat against the, the US dollar. The US dollar really does continue to strengthen in this uncertain environment that we're in right now. But the, the Australian dollar is up about 0.2% against the, the US dollar to, to around 64.4 cents last week. Looking to the week ahead, we'll see inflation data out here in Australia on Wednesday as the, the monthly CPI figure for August is released. So as is the case globally, you know, headline CPI inflation is expected to rebound this month just due to higher petrol prices. So the, the monthly headline consumer price index here in Australia is currently at 4.9%, but it is expected to lift to 5.2% given these, these higher petrol prices. In the US on Friday, we'll see more inflation data as measured by the personal consumption expenditure, the PCE, which will hopefully surprise on the downside and give investors a reprieve from the current market downturn. So as you can tell by today's episode, you know, markets are still very heavily being driven by official interest rates and the, the inflation situation, not only just here in Australia, but also uh, abroad. So I'll continue to cover this in the, the weeks to come. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be on leave next week. So we'll resume episodes at their normal time from Monday, the 9th of October. Thanks for dialing into today's episode.